Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 28th, 2016. My name is Phil Prosperneich. I'm the expert and editor over at Orlando magicdaily.com and we are two practices into the NBA season into the NBA season and if you're Lino Magic season at least and uh not not too much going on we do have one injury note to to, to talk about a little bit a, a few observations from practice which I'll get to in just a little bit but I do want to take this time to remind you to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network uh everyone's doing camp stuff obviously so if there's any NBA team that you're interested in learning about Hop on the Locked On Podcast. Hop on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search iTunes or Audio Boom for Locked On. Insert team name here. So, if you're interested in learning learning about what the defending champion Cleveland Cavaliers are up to, Locked On Cavs is a fantastic show. I've been listening to Locked On Pelicans. Some back episodes of that for the last few days. Everyone does a fantastic job covering their team. So be sure to check them out on Audio Boom, iTunes, and Stitcher. You can also subscribe to Locked On Magic. Uh, on Audio Boom iTunes. Uh, thanks for all the feedback and response. I have been getting some good, positive feedback on on the show, and I certainly appreciate that uh, as we get set to go with the season. On today's episode, though, we're going to recap really briefly what, what happened in practice today, at least what I what I was able to see and, and some observations from the first day of practice, uh, and talk a little bit about you know, now that we're beginning, let's let's talk about the end. Let's talk about what the finishing lineup for the Magic is going to be. What is going to give them the best chance to win a close game? Because as we know, the Magic struggled there. And then also, I'll talk a little bit about depth and why that's going to be important for the Magic, especially as they get through training camp uh, this coming month, this this these next few weeks. The Orlando Magic, though, did begin practice on Tuesday, first two practices of the year, they we had their media availability in between the two practices. Uh, the only real bit of news that came out of it, uh, you know, the, it's closed door. And you don't get to see a lot. You know, I think we saw maybe, you know, they're doing a five-on-five five drill uh, where, you know, if your team scored, you got to go back to the other side of the floor, play another five. If your team got the stop, you got you got to go. You know, losers, losers pretty much had to losers stay on their side of the court. Uh, and then they they ran a conditioning drill, which was which was interesting to watch and and good to see uh, some of that stuff. But the but the big news coming out of practice um, Tuesday is unfortunately not good news. Um, Alfred Payton uh, spra- uh, strained his hip flexor uh, toward the end of the pract- of the first practice session and was held out. No word yet when he'll be back, but he was not on the floor when we got into into the practice facility into the practice court to watch. Uh, the last bits of practice. Uh, it, I doubt it's anything major, but definitely time to hold him out and uh, let him heal up. No reason to push that at this point. The, and like I'll be talking about in a little bit, the Magic have some depth to to withstand that uh, for just a, a brief moment at least. But the big thing that, that I observed in, in a little bit of practice that we got to watch is 
Uh, certainly some of the philosophy that the Magic are going to have. I mean, I think obviously conditioning is important and, and, and they're going to push it. But Frank Vogel was, was very demonstrative in what he wanted for that final drill. And they know the press is in there, so it was definitely done in front of the press. He was very demonstrative saying, you know, we want to run the ball. We've got to run harder than everyone. We've got to work harder than anyone. Everyone. It's not just diving for a loose ball, which is what when people say, oh, he's working hard. Oh, he's diving for loose balls. He's doing all that. It's also kind of something that Scott Skiles said yesterday, and that's playing with pace, that's getting up and up the floor, that's doing your cuts hard, you know, do, getting kind of all those little things, those little energy effort plays that no one thinks about. You can't jog through a drill. You can't jog through a play. And so Vogel set up this this full court layup layup game layup game uh, for the team. They had to make eighty two layups in two minutes. They missed it on the first try, and Vogel kind of ripped into the team a little bit. Just gave those reminders. What was really encouraging to see though was players like Bismack Biombo. They were immediately off the mat. They got a second chance. They had they had to make forty one layups in a minute. And immediately they began cheering each other on, pushing each other, saying, we're going to get this, we're going to get this. And certainly they're going to see that drill again, and they'll have to at some point make the 82 in in, in, two, in two minutes. And, and what they were doing was they were passing to a coach at the elbow, running to meet him, getting the ball back, passing it all the way down the court to the other side of the other side and the, and the elbow, and then making a left-handed layup. And, and that's obviously a lot of exchanges going on, and you got to be crisp. And, and, and Vogel said afterward, to, to complete this drill, you've got to be perfect. Uh, but what was good was the Magic got the push that they needed. They came together as a group. Uh, they brought the energy and they got the job done. They made 44 layups in that in that last in that minute, and that closed the first practice. It's a long way to go for this Magic team. Obviously, a very 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 long way to go for this Magic. But the good news is they are off and running, relatively healthy. C.J. Wilcox uh, was was cleared for practice on Monday, so he did participate. Uh, and we'll see exact. I mean, obviously, there's still a long way to go. It's just one practice now, two practices in. There's a lot of learning going on, a lot of instructing. Uh, the players said a lot of the focus uh, on this practice was spent on defense, getting down those defensive principles, kind of learning what the coaching staff's looking for. Not a lot of drilling quite yet. Um, not a lot of, uh, or obviously, some drilling, but not a lot of five on five quite yet. So it's hard to put those pieces all together. Uh, but the Magic had, by all accounts, a, a strong first practice. Uh, 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 you know, kind of the first practice that you expect. The general sloppiness, some tiredness, uh, but very energetic practice. Very upbeat group. You know, they uh, obviously first day back at work. They're they're very excited about what the season can bring, and and I think uh, the coaching staff is too. So. They're going to hold them accountable to to a standard and, and and hopefully get them up to that standard. And it'll be interesting to hear what they have to say on Wednesday uh, about where they're at and uh, and how the second practice went and then how the third practice went because the 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 idea is to continually get better. Of course, is to you know your first practice is not your best practice and just like running that drill back, you get better. You learn, you get better, and and I think that's just as important as anything else from the Magic, and so I guess that's the, the practice update for now. We'll, we'll keep an eye on Peyton's injury, keep an eye on when Gore, when Aaron Gordon comes back. He's, he, he, was, he was held out of practice as well uh, with that sprained ankle, but that was that was known already, uh, and so we'll, we'll see what happens next after that. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. The main thing, though, I do want to talk about today, so now that we've started this season and, and we're going to begin to sort out the rotation, how are the Magic going to finish games? I mean, last year, the last two years, a big problem for the Orlando Magic, and I know this is a completely different team, but a big problem for the Orlando Magic was simply finishing games. You know, how many times did the Magic have a lead in the last two minutes and lose it? I mean, opening night last year, they lost a five-point lead to the Wizards uh, in the final two minutes. I mean, we there's this historic collapses against the Memphis Grizzlies last year in Memphis. They lost a six-point lead with 30 seconds left. I mean, those are the kind of defeats the Magic could not afford to have Uh if they were going to make the playoffs, if they were serious about the playoff bid, and they kept having again and again, if there's if there's any uh, any fault in, in in where the direction was going and signs that the, that this team wasn't coming together, it was that they just couldn't get over the hump on that issue on on that uh, on that aspect of the game, and so it is going to be a big question: who finishes for this team? Like everything else, I think it's going to be a lot of by committee. I don't think there's a specific finishing lineup. There, there, there is a starting lineup, perhaps, but I think who finishes games is going to be largely dependent on who's playing well and what the matchups are, if, if necessary. You know, I think we'll see. I think the the general finishing lineup is going to be like most teams, the starting lineup. I think Peyton, Fournier, Gordon. Ibaka Vucevic is going to be your best shot to finish a game on most cases, just like it's your best shot to start a game in most cases. Uh, but I could see a scenario in which DJ Augustin is finishing because you know he's a very capable offensive player. Certainly, let's say it's a situation where the Magic are down three with 10 seconds left and they're inbounding the ball. Why would you have Alfred Payton in the game at all? You know, that's the, if in that situation, you probably go Augustin, Fournier, Meeks, or Wilcox, Ibaka, and Vucevic have five potential shooters on the floor. So, the the finishing lineup is going to be different. I mean, let's let's say the Magic are up uh, and they're looking to close the game out or they're looking for a defensive stop. Bismack Biombo's in instead of Nikola Vucevic. I mean, I think I think the Magic with Biombo and, and Ibaka in and, and they already seem to have amazing chemistry together. I, I don't know what their on-court chemistry is like, but off the court they are they they seem like they are best friends already, which is which is really which is really fun and interesting. I mean, I think they knew each other a little bit from some NBA Africa events, but uh it, it's 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 very it was very interesting to see how they interacted together because they they did seem uh very very close already. Um the 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 finishing lineup again, though. It's going to depend on the situation. If the Magic are up, you know, five with 30 seconds left, maybe they go to Biombo over Vucevic to make sure they get that stop and make sure they have that rim protection. Uh, they stick with Peyton, maybe. They stick with Gordon. Um, you know, they they have that defensive mentality. It's, it's going to be uh, 
continue continually evolving. I think much of this rotation is going to be continually continually evolving. And of course, it's the first day of practice, so nothing has been set in stone at all. They haven't faced a close game situation, and they're probably not going to really test that out. Um, they're going to probably work on some scenarios like that uh, throughout practice. I mean, it's not something they're gonna they're gonna skip over or forget, uh, but. This Magic team is is interesting in that they don't have that established star. I mean, I, I think if Jody Meeks is playing really well, Evan Fournier could be off the off the finishing lineup. I think Jeff Green could, could finish games when he gets hot, and, and Magic fans certainly know what he can do at the end of a game when he's hot uh, because that Memphis Grizzlies game that I spoke about earlier, that was Jeff Green finishing that deal. It's... Uh, Again, it's going to be by committee. I think the Magic don't quite have the kind of team that can set a lineup like that. And and they have to be willing to adjust on the fly and be willing to uh, go with what's working. Um, they, they don't have kind of the reliable pieces. Maybe they do and we don't know it yet. But, um, you know, the Magic, I think, are going to be looking at their versatility and looking at matchups and looking at who's hot and looking at who they trust, really, to close games. And it's not going to be the same team every single night. And I think... That's both an advantage and a disadvantage. You can certainly argue it either way. Uh, but I think that's just the team the Magic have that it's going to be by committee for the most part. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Which, of course, is a good thing in some sense. It certainly speaks to what Rob Hennigan has built this summer, because for the first time in this rebuild, it really feels like the Orlando Magic have some depth. Uh, You know, I'm talking about DJ Augustin possibly finishing games, or Jody Meeks finishing games, or... Jeff Green finishing games or Bismack Biombo finishing games. The Magic have some real depth now. And it's something that they talked a lot about uh, on Media Day. Uh, during Media Day, the Magic talked about what that depth is going to bring. It's, it's going to be able to, A, it's going to help them withstand injuries. I mean, I think the Magic didn't miss a beat in practice today. They had Augustin, Watson, and Nick, jo- and Nick Johnson, who's a training camp signee, running the point. And it didn't matter that, that, I mean, it matters that Alfred's not out there, but the Magic could survive and withstand and keep a high level of intensity. Because really, what depth does is it not only helps you in games, it helps you in practice. And I think depth is really, really important at this stage more than anything else. These guys need to be pushed in practice. They need to be, they need to, to be working hard. And so to have a veteran like DJ Augustin in, to, to push Alfred Payton or to have Jeff Green pushing Aaron Gordon or to have Bismack Biombo pushing Serge Ibaka and, and Nikola Vucevic. I think Biombo guard, thinking the drill that we saw, Biombo guarded both at, at certain points. Uh, to, to have all that is absolutely critical uh, to, to help guys improve and help guys be ready for the battles that, that are, that are, that are going to come. And so, it does feel like, and, and I think we ended up saying this last year too, and, and it, it certainly feels more so this year. It feels like depth is absolutely a huge strength 
for the Orlando Magic this year. And that's going to make the team better. Like I said, it helped them with St. Andrews. I think that was a big issue with last year's team. And, and I think it's going to help tremendously in practice. Uh, we're seeing that already. I mean, I think you know, beyond, you know, Bismack Biombo doesn't even know if he's going to start. But uh, everyone knows that there's someone there pushing them a little bit. And, and like I said with some of these players, like DJ Augustin, I don't think is ever going to replace Alfred Payton as a starter. I don't think Jeff Green's going to replace uh, Aaron Gordon as a starter. But I think that uh, that they'll push them, that that they're, they're good enough to push them and make their life hard in practice. And players seem to really relish that role and really relish that opportunity. And that's a big thing for... For the magic, that's a big thing for the for the growth of some of these young players, especially that they have that ability to grow and that ability to be challenged uh, in camp. Uh, so depth finally is a big strength for the magic, and and I think they'll use that depth. I think they'll play nine, ten guys for for a lot of the season. Like I'm 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 a big C.J. Wilcox fan. I think that he can when he, if he's given the chance, he'll be able to to deliver. Uh, something for the Magic. Um, you know, I, I like Jody Meeks a lot. You know, between those two, you go a little bit deeper because one of those guys probably isn't going to play. C.J. Watson probably is going to have trouble finding minutes, and he's still a quality backup. And, you know, on top of having depth for competition's sake and, and, and practice and, and to be able to withstand injuries, depth also means you have spare parts to give to, to trade. And and that's not something to look past either uh, when, when, that, when that season comes around. So... You know, I, I don't think I need to say a whole lot more on this depth. Is, uh, depth, I feel, is a really, really big strength for the Magic. Uh, I think that will make them better uh, this season and, and hopefully change some results. Like, again, you get pushed a little bit harder in practice. You don't feel entitled to, to your minute, to your minutes or to your starting or to your role. You, you play a little bit harder. Um, and, and, and that, I think, can can help the team as as, as everyone kind of styles it. It's, it's healthy competition. It's not, you know, I'm out to, to get you competition. It's... I'm I'm out here to help you, um, and battle for something. And if I don't win it, I'm still going to be there to help you and, and to push push for it uh, in, in in camp. But you know, we'll see how that all plays out. Of course, it is just the first day of training camp, so you don't want to draw too many conclusions. You don't want to race out uh, to race out to too far ahead. So there's not quite a lot to talk about yet. There's still you know some things that we need to learn. Uh, Certainly still some things the team needs to learn. They're still coming together. They're still learning the basics of what Frank Vogel is trying to do. Uh, and so we're going to continue to follow this as they develop. Uh, of course, first game is first preseason game is Monday in Memphis. Speak of the devil. Um, is Monday in Memphis. Uh, so everything's kind of leading up to that. But even that feels so far away. The Magic have another two practices, I believe, on Wednesday. Uh, so they're going to be getting their work in and hopefully hopefully making some progress uh, toward the end of the week as they get ready to to test it out against a, another team. Imagine that. We'll be doing that as well, uh, trying to get ramp up toward that toward that moment uh, too. Uh, you know, I'll be at training camp again tomorrow. I didn't put sound in, in this episode, but but I was there and it was it was interesting to watch watch that. Hopefully, we'll get to see. A little bit more of the action, get a better sense of, of where the team is at, at least in what they let the public see. But it definitely seems like it's a very competitive training camp. It's a very focused training camp. Uh, it's a very enthusiastic training camp, uh, and it's a very uh, educational training camp. Let's say a lot, a lot to get through, a lot to learn, 
in these early days of camp, and, and we're excited to to see what comes of it. I'll be excited again to be back with you all tomorrow. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, you can also leave a comment there. Let people know how great the show is. Let people know how great the show is uh, on your own as well. It's a daily podcast. I want to try and run these closer to 20 minutes. I'm actually going to be under 20 minutes probably for the first time in a long time, but somewhere between 20 to 30-minute shows every day, just something to, to that you can listen to on your way to work, on your way back from work, so you have the latest on the Orlando Magic, uh, everything that's going on, and some some good discussion and, and at least some opinion on the Magic. I'm bringing back the mini mailbag. I've, I've kind of put that on the shelf for a while with some other special features that we've done on Locked on Magic. Uh, so feel free to send in your mini mailbag questions to, to on Twitter at OmagicDaily. Uh, you can hashtag them as well, Locked on Magic, and I'll pick them all up and answer them on Friday. So be sure to check that out later on in the week as uh, training camp will be in full swing by then. I want to thank everyone again for listening to Locked On Magic and for all the support here as we get started with the 2017 season. This has been Philip Rossman Reich. I will see you all tomorrow. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17